Well, hey everyone, welcome back to the Game Source Podcast. My name is Gerald, better known as Yes Elvis Lives. It's a smaller crowd today. Unfortunately, Sam and Nick are both on assignment, but I still have myself, another beautiful day in paradise, and also I have the man himself, Chris. What's yeah, up, Chris? I'm still here. I'm not missing out on another podcast. I will put I... away everything I can do just to get into this. There you go, my friend. That's the spirit. Well, <laughs> it's been about a month since for us since E3, and I'm still uh, trying to recover from it. Um, <laughs> how about you, my friend? Yeah, my legs are still killing me. That, and I'm trying to get through all the freebies I, that I've gotten. I still haven't worn every T-shirt that we've got. I'm still missing <laughs> a couple. Uh, I've got quite a few, quite a few. <laughs> and uh, just uh, note to self... Um, try to be more conscious and awake when you're trying to drive 75 and 80 miles an hour and do a podcast <laughs> at the same time because um, I can't believe I was listening back to our podcast and by the way it's available on our site yourgamesource.com um, and I'm listening back to it and I, and I realized that it, I couldn't even remember the name of Connect and I kept on calling it Project Natal and I'm just <laughs> thinking to myself now it's just uh, it was kind of funny so yeah. Um, while I'm trying to drive and get us there uh, in in you know safe and sound, of course, and uh, but I did I had we as always you know had a great time. I look forward to next year. Um, I look forward to covering it even more detail for everyone out there uh, on our site, uh, your games www.yourgamesource.com, which you can still see the conferences if you missed them. I truly recommend it because it gives you a window to look at what all the uh, three major publishers, three major manufacturers, excuse me, are going to bring out this holiday season. So this holiday season, as well as uh, next year, because a couple and of beyond. Yes, you're yeah. right. You're right. But, and uh, uh, definitely this this whole E3, uh, well, E3 2011, like shocked a lot of us. There's a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, but like like Gerald said, we uh, anyone can find it up on uh, yourgamesource.com, or you can even check us out on uh, Facebook and Twitter at GameSource, and also our YouTube page, which just seems to be getting pop more popular every day. That's correct. We've had a few thousand hits already on a couple of our videos um, combined now, um, and and got a lot of feedback and interest from it. Um, I heard a lot of comments. Uh, I've actually got a lot of comments from you, the listeners out there, uh, regarding you, Chris. And, and uh, <laughs> um, let's put it this way. They put it in their own unique terms on how lucky you were to play the Horde mode and to be one of the first to do so, to get your hands on it. Uh, I, won't, I won't describe the language that was used. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I saw that uh, same comment. It was uh, yeah. not, not graphic, but it was uh, suggestive. Yes, yes, but uh, they were very envious of you indeed, um, but we were uh, appreciate the whole experience that, that we had at E3 and looking back on it. I did want to say, again, I, I mentioned in one of my blogs that's on www.yourgamesource.com that I, after looking at it and, and thinking back and reflecting on it, I think I would probably have to go with Sony just because they had so much more to give uh, in their conference, both now and their future over Microsoft um, as far as who won E3, but I think it was rather close. 
I know a lot of feedback's been given to Microsoft that they didn't introduce that much new and just totally laid on Connect. But as you had mentioned previously, that's who they're targeting for. They're targeting for the Wii audience uh, that now their Wiis are sitting on, you know, sitting and collecting dust, and now they're targeting that audience and they want to take it away. So of course they're going to model their uh, their whole conference and shape it around Connect. Do you disagree or? No, oh, I completely agree with that. I mean, Connect is their newest thing. Uh, obviously, hardcore gamers like first-person shooter lovers. They're not too interested in it, but I mean, as far as everyone that plays the Wii, the millions of people that play the Wii, if they can get those millions of people to come just to Xbox for Connect, it's really going to help out their business. And exactly. If, and in the future, I I see them 100% getting it down where they can play shooters and actions and uh, and full on football and basketball games from their living room. Oh, uh, and that that day will soon come. Um, uh, you know, based on the responsiveness of Connect, but uh, at some point in time, I agree with you uh, that that will be in the future. Um, I just think that I enjoyed it. I'm glad everybody that that you know gave us back that response and feedback enjoyed it as well. Um, we had a great time, and I look forward to doing in the future. Um, if you want to send us more about your thoughts, please just you know either catch us on Twitter um, at at Game Source. Um, or our Facebook page, Game Source, two words, or you can always send us an email with your thoughts, reviews. If you want to make start a blog on our site, it's yourgamesource at yahoo.com. Um, you know, Chris did it, and look where he's at right now. He got to go to E3. So, he, you know, his, his work and his help with us has been just outstanding. And, and, you know, if you have your thoughts as far as it's concerned out there, hey, Send us a line. Send us what you thought. Send us what you want to think, and we'll post it up online. And 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 we'll either love it, hate it, but you know what? It'll be there for uh, for you to look at online. So yeah, um, we're definitely going to be doing a bunch more uh, reviews and a bunch more podcasts as these new E3 announcements arrive. Uh, new games, Call of Duty, Gears of War, all these other big games that are coming out. We'll just do reviews and podcasts right as they come out too. Absolutely, absolutely. We hope to uh, keep on giving you more, as much French content and as up-to-date news as possible as we've done uh, previously and as we continue to do. I also want to let everybody know that we also want to make sure we're going to we're going to do more video and send and post that up on our videos page, um, and also get more videos of the games that you want to see uh, as soon as they come out and make and are made available, and also as well. Uh, the blogs, you know, I'm sure a lot of people also want to hear what Chris thinks, what Sam, what Nick, and also myself think. So we also get you, you know, how we feel what's going on in the video game industry as well on a weekly basis on our site at www.yourgamesource.com. Well, uh, moving on to the news. Uh, past few days, what's been going on? The first major topic I wanted to cover, well, let's start off with... Sony and Ubisoft both announced an upcoming online pass. Now, they want to say it's to broaden the online experience. I say it's just to combat the used game industry, or i.e. GameStop. It might hurt GameStop a little bit as far as the trade-in values and resale prices, things of that nature. But to me, it really affects uh, two entities. Redbox, which is now renting videos on a daily basis, 
and also Gamefly, uh, which uh, attempts to be the video game version of Netflix. What do you think, Chris? Well, I think those ones are going to be uh, pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, the ones that are already out, like uh, Netflix, or not Netflix, uh, like Redbox and stuff, if Netflix comes out with something similar, those are going to be... I think those are going to be really good, but uh, if if Sony has it with, uh, like, just like them and Ubisoft have a, a pact where they only do it, I mean, I'm kind of pissed that it's going to be very limited games that will be coming out for it. Uh, well, no, it's it's going to be probably on all future multiplayer games, um, as far as the concern, and even in okay. games like Mass Effect 3, which you needed to, if you didn't have it, if you bought a used copy of Mass Effect 2, you had to download the Cerberus network. So okay. they're even going to incorporate it in single-player games as well. Uh, basically, it's just they're trying to combat the used game market by saying, okay, well, if you want to get online and take a full advantage of this game's capabilities, then here's ten, you know, you need to pay 10 bucks. And I'm sorry that you bought it used, but you're actually not going to get the savings that you intended to get when you bought it at GameStop or what have you. Or yeah. you rented it, or if you rented it from Gamefly, you know... Uh, Some deal. Yeah, exactly. You waited, well... My experience with Gamefly was not that uh, as pleasurable as some other individuals out there, so... <laughs> Um, I, for instance, you know, to me, I, I hold in the same standard as Netflix. If I send a DVD in and I send a game uh, game in from Gamefly, I expect it in the same same turnaround time for my next product. And the problem was, my Netflix would come in the next business day, like advertised. Gamefly, it would be sometimes seven to ten days, and and to me, that just it, the value of the service for me was not warranted but I they are pretty much going to be affected as more companies go to an online pass because if they are sending out these discs and people want to go online with it they're going to have to additionally pay $10 for each game they want to play and that's uh, that's going to cut into their business quite a bit yeah because uh, you might as well buy it new true and, and Netflix just announced speaking of Netflix um, good and bad with Netflix they just announced that they're on and attached to 3DS. So you 3DS oh, yeah. owners out there, there's a there's a free download in the eShop that allows you to have um, Netflix on your 3DS. And they've also kind of hinted at maybe in the future also getting 3D titles. So eventually in the future, you'll not only be able to stream movies to your 3DS, which you can do now as of now, but you'll be able to hopefully in the future going forward stream some some 3D movies as well. That's good news. Um, some good news. Three D internet and that's in their complete. Yes. <laughs> well, that comes. Uh, they they bundled that with the bad news, which was for regular Netflix owners. Uh, we're just going to double the price of of what you were previously paying on your money plans. Uh, in in some cases. Uh, up to 60% actually um, for instance uh, you know folks who had these 999 uh, streaming and a disc plan uh, now would have to pay you know additional okay. yeah exactly and, and I noticed there's a lot of backlash and he heavy controversy on it and a lot of people canceling or modifying their plans I know I decided to because um, I didn't feel the value, which was a great value at $10, is not a great value at 15 
So yeah. I modified my plan personally. Chris, do you, do you want to put more into that? or? Sure. I mean, I I don't know exactly why they did this. I, I kind of like... Well, most companies, they'll have one thing, another thing, and another thing, but when you get them all together, you save. Uh, Cox Digital Cable, stuff like that. Netflix is reversing it. They had it all bundled, and now they're splitting it apart. If yes. I feel like they're just moving backwards. Honestly, I'm sticking to the uh, to the streaming only, but it's it's something that they're just. It seems like they're moving backwards in time from, and it's not. I don't know if it's going to be good for the company, uh, or what's going to go on with that. Uh, no, exactly. I, I and I couldn't agree with you more on that. Um, I just, you know, it wasn't a great PR move for Netflix, and we're just going to see long term if they they continue to have their stranglehold on this market. Um, I know a lot of people will probably retain their instant streaming service because they're if they have uh, a console, they're going to have to have Netflix if they want the instant streaming. Um, Blockbuster and other parties um, outside of Hulu Plus uh, haven't been able to. It, you know, edge their way in. Otherwise, um, so we'll see how that takes place for Netflix long term if they're going to be able to retain their customer base. Yeah. Um, last but not least, uh, EA buys PopCap for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. What? Uh, yeah, EA buys PopCap, a free company. Well, it's you know it's a company that bases a lot of, of games as far as Xbox Live arcade games, but also um, social networking games. And I think oh, that's yeah. EA's, EA's attempt to tap into that market. But for that kind of price, um, I'm kind of hedging my bets that long term it's going to pay off for them um, on that. I just think that it's it's something that that maybe was too hefty a price but we'll wait and see like i said you know the social networking out there we're on it twitter <laughs> facebook your uh youtube the whole nine yards so obviously they have great plans for popcap whether or yeah. not it will uh turn out to be the case uh we'll just have to wait and see as far as being but, a i mean with uh with popcap now being ea are they just going to get new new like designers and stuff for these little games or is it still going to be the PopCap crew? I'll still be, be the, it, it'll still be their PopCap crew but they'll be able to consolidate a lot of um, office personnel because you got to think PopCap had its own human resources had its own payroll, things of that nature and they may now incorporate that EA so PopCap will be able to save lots of money that way as far as, far as the designers and as far as the games I don't think you'll see anything different from from PopCap, and you'll probably see even with EA's backing even more um, interesting things to come out from them. Whether or not it's going to uh, justify the seven hundred fifty million dollar price tag, that remains to be seen. Yeah. Well, uh, review time is coming up, so I know, and I know you. I just uh, had talked about. And I know you wanted to get this across to everyone out there that you, uh, on our next podcast, will be giving a review. And it's also going to be when it comes up on yourgamesource.com for Catherine. Is that correct? Yes, definitely. That's going to be a a written and a spoken review for it uh, by, of course, Chris, myself, Killer X Wolf, however you want to call me. Uh, And it's just, it's kind of off of my mainstream type of games, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Okay. 
Well, um, I'm I'm looking forward to it as well, and I'm looking forward to your review, and because um, I hear there's a lot of buzz. Even when we went to E3, there was a lot of buzz towards that game as far oh, as the yeah. unique game, as far as the unique gameplay style that it has. Oh yeah, uh, and especially since everyone had it around their neck. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, um, for the other reviews that came out this week, uh, NCAA Football 12, um, I'm. I've played through it through a couple seasons now. Um, it's looking like it's going to be the same. Nothing that you're seeing that's dramatically different. Things as usual since it's a yearly iteration. Touched up. A little bit of improvement here. A little bit of improvement there. Some The Road to Glory feature still needs a lot of work. But um, overall, um, I give it an 8.0. Uh, I think oh. it's really a solid title. And if you haven't played NCAA football in a while, I think it's something that uh, you know that people might enjoy. Uh, whether or not you know you prefer that over Madden, um, I still say for people, I still lean towards Madden when that comes out. Um, but if you're into the college game, I, I, I do recommend it. Um, Earth Defense Force, Insect Armageddon. Um, I, I guess you have to be a lover of that niche of the Earth Defense Force. <laughs> it's just, you know, you're shooting bugs, you're shooting bugs, and by the way, you're shooting bugs. Uh, no in-depth story, destructible environments, uh, co-op play. It's great for a weekend weekend play with a couple friends because it's up to three players in co-op. Um, I gave it a 6.5. Um, I think, you know, if that's kind of, you know, the mindless shooter with some boss battles and a lot of insects... Um, I think it's actually fun for, like I said, a weekend play. Uh, last but not least, uh, Call of War as the Cartel. Um, I know this has been talked about as far as maybe they should have, uh, a lot of people out there should say they should have delayed this game for a little while. Uh, I can see why, because there, it lacks some polish in certain areas as far as the story, the single player, and the multiplayer campaign uh, is concerned. Um, I think had it been given more time, I think you probably would have seen a better product. Uh, but right now, I'm going to have to probably give it a six. Uh, it's from what I've played um, on it. And you're going to see my full reviews on these uh, games online uh, at www.yourgamesource.com. So, and when we come back, Chris, I think it's time for one of our favorite segments, the Roundtable of Doom. When the we come Roundtable of Doom. You got it. Coming right up. All right, we're back, everyone. And it is time yet again for the Round Table of Doom. Doom. We're going to do something. Next next podcast, I'll probably have something cooked up for it. But uh, I think that'll work for now. Don't you think? Yeah, that's good. We don't have any uh, soundboards yet. I'll oh no, please! No sound. <laughs> After that podcast with Nick, uh, can he went crazy with the po- with the soundboard? Uh, you know, I've had my Phyllis soundboards for a while. We'll but we'll probably come up with something uh, juicy there up in upcoming po- podcast for you folks out there. Uh, once again, it's Gerald. Yes, Elvis lives and Chris Killer X Wolf right here for oh. you. Uh, Game Source podcast on your for your www.yourgamesource.com remember to follow us there at at GameSource on Twitter uh, yourgamesource.com the entire word on YouTube and also as well GameSource on Facebook well 
it's that time, like I said, the Roundtable of Doom. And the first topic of conversation um, was actually something that Chris brought up to us uh, about one of our competitors, Kotaku. They came up with a what-if scenario. Because Wii U is being introduced next year. And there's a lot of talk in the past couple weeks um, about Microsoft and Sony bringing out their own units, the Xbox 720 and the PlayStation 4, within the next one to two calendar years. Well, uh, Kotaku uh, has uh, recently put out an article on a what-if scenario. What if Sony and Microsoft teamed up as far as to make the next console and put it out against um, the Wii U? Well, Chris, you wanted to let us know about it, and I appreciate that. Tell <laughs> well, us, what if just, Sony and Microsoft brought out the next console together? Well, I mean, I would think it's a good idea in many ways, uh, because then you get a much larger group of people uh, or like uh, consumers that are into action, adventure, so forth, uh, stuff that Wii does not offer. And with each of their technology that they're best with, uh, Sony having a good hard uh, hardware system with Blu uh, Blu-ray player, uh, reliable hardware, and everything like that, and then Xbox with a more reliable online gameplay. Uh, with them working together, I think it would make why it is called an if. Uh, article is because um, Sony and Microsoft hate each other. There's no way that they're going to team up like that. Oh, uh, I, and I I agree with you. I agree with you. I think from a marketing standpoint, it'd be great because Sony's has a nice foothold in Japan, and Microsoft they have a nice foothold here in the states, and together they're very popular in Europe. I think if they did get together, that'd be great for as far as from from a world global sales perspective. To compete with Nintendo, like your like yourself, do I think it'll happen? Absolutely not. They <laughs> just—that's like apples and oranges getting together uh, and start making a hybrid called uh, Apple Ringe or something. I don't know. You know, Orpals. Yes, Orpals or whatnot. So I just <laughs> don't think it's going to happen. It's a nice what if scenario, and you yeah. know, we'll give a shout out to Kotak on that. But uh, do it did we reach think one of their most popular uh, articles of the of the week, so I'm I was just uh, kind of interested in what they were thinking about it. And you know what? If Sony and Microsoft did that, uh, honestly, it would it, I'd buy it. Uh, no no doubt about it. I would buy it just to play any Sony or Microsoft compatible games. All the games would be in one, and of course, it monopolize uh, all the gaming industry. But you know what? I would still get it because it's. It's probably one. It'd probably be a really good system, a much better yeah. system than both of them uh, separately. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Um, but next, you know, we talked earlier about Catherine, which is coming out to 360 and PS3 in the next couple of weeks. July 26th. My question, exactly, July 26th. My question to you, as far as the part of the roundtable of doom discussion, will Catherine be a hit or? Pardon the pun, will it be a bust? <laughs> uh, God, it, it's too hard to say. So much feedback has come back from this game 
that it could be either way. Considering good games uh, always come out with two editions, a regular and a limited or a special edition. And Catherine just announced that they do have a, a special or limited edition, uh, which is going to be obviously a little bit more, but includes some mem- uh, memorabilia from the game. And it's if every other game that has done that is done well, then I see no wa- no reason why this can't be a, a really good hit. As far as uh, its actual gameplay, though, uh, it is a very uh, challenging puzzle game. So if you like Portal or if you like um, even Little Big Planet or anything like that, it does add some kind of a puzzle to it, but as well as a great storyline. Uh, some people might complain about anything with the uh, with the graphics, so it's not it's not Battlefield Three quality or Skyrim quality. But you know what? It, it's made by Atlas. They're not they're they're a completely Japanese company. Uh, if you read a list of all their games and everything off of Google or Wikipedia, all they make are are Japanese named games, uh, and they're just coming back out with another very good. Uh, game that's going to basically have a very uh, wide range of audiences and it's for good for puzzles, people that like stories and then it has even a co-op mode so that's going to be a, another thing that you can uh, try out with a friend I, in my opinion I think it's going to be a very good game well I don't disagree with you I think it's going to when you re- when you review it and I think all the, the feedback it's going to get is going to be very positive uh, will that translate to sales um, I think it's going to be a hard sell in this marketplace. I really, I really do. As far I think it's going to be a, a sleeper hit. It's going to, it's going to cater to a niche market. Uh, well, do I see it translating into two, three million in sales? Um, I'm not going to say definitely not, but I, I, um, I do, I do think initially off the bat it's going to get some decent sales because the market right now. It's a slow time of the year for the marketplace, so it will capture a lot of that tension. But I, I do think over the long haul, it's probably not going to get the sales that it just truly deserves. Um, do for yeah, I completely you know, agree with that. I mean, it it looks like a very good game. It just can't get that advertising out there. It's trying to yes. spend li- as little money as it can, so that way it can get that big uh, that big up hit. I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna be number one hit of the year or anything like that, but. Who knows? Maybe it'll it'll get a little bit of attention throughout the summer up until the real blockbusters hit. That's uh, couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. And now for our last topic of discussion in the roundtable of doom, the Uncharted Three beta just completed a few days ago, and I want to give you some stats, Chris, to to chew on. Okay. And, oh, okay. And, and are no, you ready? No. Yes. <laughs> okay. Here it comes. Here it comes. The total unique beta players, that means all the different players that actually tried out the beta on the, on the PlayStation Network, was w- over one and a half million. 1.53 to be exact, million. Uh, total kills were 1.9 billion. The total cat. contributed ca- to about half of those. Yes, yes. And I uh, contributed to the other half. Um, <laughs> uh, total cash collected. And total cash earned was $1.4 trillion. And to give you an idea, that's greater than the gross domestic product of Spain, uh, which is the 11th highest GDP in the world today. Gosh. Uh, oh, excuse my voice. My language. 
Uh, total shots that were fired were 48 billion. And total matches completed were 22 million. And the total oh. time played, uh, there was about more than 362 years worth of matches. So wow. obviously, it was, um, by all accounts, the most successful beta ever for PlayStation Network. Oh, Sony's yeah. excited. Naughty Dog's excited. Um, which for me begs the question, do you think it'll compete with the big boys when it comes out later this year? And I d will tell you that they are doing promotion with Subway and so that the multiplayer will be released again a little bit earlier before the actual release of the game. I don't know how they're going to work it. Maybe another beta type deal. But um, I do know that, that, that there is going to be a cross promotion with Subway just before the actual game ships and hits. But my question is, do you think it'll com it can compete with the Battlefields, the Call of Duties, um, when it comes online later this year? Um, uh, considering it's not a first-person shooter and it's not Gears of War, third-person shooter type, I don't know if many people are going to play it for the online mode. Uh, honestly, it, the online was amazing, though. So anyone that did play it, those 1.53 million people that did play it, they're going to be playing it again if they buy the game. I like uh, the creativity of the maps. I really liked uh, the airfield map oh, yeah. as far as you being in the plane. The <laughs> Yemen map, I think, is one of the best maps I've ever played, period. I love the creativity in that map. The scenery in that map is beautiful. Um, I, and I expect that, that my dog's going to have a, a quite a few more maps that will match that quality. Um, I still think they need to work on the melee because I think that was hit or miss. Yeah. Um, and the uh, hit detection, because there were times where I would be up at a perch somewhere or at a high level, and someone was trying to jump up and climb up to try and pull me off the ledge and throw me uh, to the ground and, and, and to my demise. And I would be rolling away from them and be theoretically several feet away from them, and still they could reach out somehow miraculously and grab me. So I think the hit detection still needs to be worked on and polished. But then again, that's what a beta is for, for them to touch on those, recognize those issues and touch oh, up right. on it more. So yeah. what do you so think? After this, I mean, they've still got a couple months before they actually bring out the game and release the full multiplayer part, which I know that they're going to enhance it. Gears of War did it. Uh, Halo, uh, what was it, Halo Reach, I think, had that beta, which it helped as well. Medal of Honor and... Uh, uh, Battlefield also, so all of them are having betas just to basically help out and get their feedback on what it looks like so far. Well, I do think it was a great advertisement that that for the game itself, um, in this case, to get people really interested in the online component. Because like you said, everybody plays Uncharted for the single player, and now when they get it later this year in November... November 1st uh, of this year that they're going to have something that they can do and enjoy consistently over the long haul after they finish the campaign. So. Oh, yeah. But hopefully that game comes out really well. I want to see it uh, maybe maybe even win Game of the Year only because Uncharted 2 did the same. Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. It was Game Source's Game of the Year for 2009, so let's yeah. hope it uh, it definitely comes out with uh, no less fanfare and no less quality, such as their the previous iteration. 
Well, that does it. Well, that does it for the uh, round table of doom. Round table of doom, doom, doom. We'll we'll be right back up to cover a top couple more topics and finish the show. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Game Source Podcast for a final yeah. segment of the day. I uh, got Chris here, Killer X Wolf. I'm Gerald at yourgamesource.com, otherwise known as Yes Loves Lives. Uh, I sounded like a radio DJ. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you kind of did. Yes, there was my calling in life. And the last uh, <laughs> part of our show, I wanted to touch on the first half of 2011. And Chris, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it um, as far as some of the things you like, some of the things you didn't like your favorite game and and what's your basic impressions going forward and what you look forward to for the rest of the year all right well i mean this i know that, that was quite a that was quite a quite a question i know but i just wanted to give you the platform to go ahead and and speak your mind on what's going on here in 2011 all right well that's not too hard if if, if it has to do with games and it has to do with what i've played this year it's not too hard now, if we're going back 10 years ago, that would be a little bit harder for me. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> this year, I mean, there have been a lot of big games that have been coming out uh, for for everybody. Fighters and adventures, uh, shooters, everything. Uh, some games have been really big. Uh, even simple ones like the new Pokemon games that have come out for the DS. Uh, Mass Effect 2 for the PS3, which was a big change. And, yes, uh, uh, that them getting that, I think, was a was a big addition and boots for the PS3. Oh yeah, and especially, <laughs> and even for just uh, just for the story mode, or not just the story mode, the uh, just the name Mass Effect kind of got more popular, or not did not just kind of really did get more popular. And uh, I mean, of course, uh, a whole bunch of other games, LA Noir, which probably hit really big. Uh, all around the world, N- not as big as uh, as other games, but it still honestly uh, hit more than what people thought. And then some. Uh, games... It it was the biggest seller of the year um, so far, as far as a, a, a non bundled game. Um, the only thing is, it's compared to last year's sales. Um, it's as a whole in the video game industry, they're not quite up to par. Uh, they are down. Uh, quite a bit from this point forward, and, and that goes for L.A. Noir, which it has not sold quite as well. Uh, it's still number one, but it's still not sold quite as well as, let's say, Red Dead Redemption did uh, this time last year. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, a couple other games also struggled, uh, didn't do so well, should have had better something inside of them. Um, as far as my three games that I feel it did extremely bad this year, at number three, Bulletstorm, uh, could have been a lot better. The thing, the only thing that I think redeemed them uh, was just the beta for Xbox 360 to let you play uh, the Gears of War. But other than that, the gameplay seemed very similar, but it was too, too much toilet humor, too choppy, uh, so dragged on. And I, I honestly did not want to beat the game a second time on the hardest difficulty because it, it just literally, I did not want to play all uh, chapters over again. It felt like hours and hours of my life being wasted. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
just something that I that they could have fixed up. Uh, another game that, uh, or my number two game that should have uh, done better was Duke Nukem. Just this last <laughs> month. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. It was. Uh, it was fun, but it was nothing new. Uh, back 18 years ago, it was a fun thing to to hear that kind of stuff and play that type of a game. But now they feel that they've just tried to enhance the graphics and try to make it a good first-person shooter when the shooter part wasn't even good. Uh, it was just the same kind of uh, humor that he would say, the same words, same phrases, that kind of reminded you of the old times, but then never was really good. And uh, finally, I think, personally, the worst game so far of this first year, uh, I have to give it up to Brink. And it's only because Brink did nothing new. I feel like it was not a $60 game, and it still is $60 on the shelves in most places, and it should not be anywhere near there. I uh, couldn't agree with you more. I, I really couldn't agree with you more on all your disappointments uh, <laughs> for this year. Uh, you hit it right in your head. Um, I, I just could not agree with you more as far as it's <laughs> concerned because they were going to be there at the head of my list as far as big disappointments as well. Um, yeah. I mean, if they added in some extra things online so you can see stats or, or or better, I guess, more things into it, and obviously the story mode was so boring. Just You played Team Deathmatch, you go on. Team Deathmatch, go on. You do that eight times and you beat the campaign. It and was, the AI and the AI was literally so stupid that uh, you could, it became, a, to me, as far as a single player is concerned, an unplayable game. Yeah. And I mean, the only game that's ever been able to pull that off, or a good, like, kind of game like that, would be uh, Unreal Tournament. Yeah. And they did it years and years ago, and Brink is trying to do it now with less gore and just a little bit more customization, and it sucks. Or it's not good, it's not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, as far as for me, um, obviously the three games that people really were taking a look at um, even though, like I said, the industry as a whole is down. Um, L.A. Noir, Mortal Kombat, and Portal 2. Uh, those were three big ones so far that have been released. Uh, all three will be considered for Game of the Year by various publications, including ours. Um, yeah. What about Infamous 2? Infamous 2 is a very solid game. Um, I believe, if I'm mistaken, uh, I gave that an 8. Uh, on www.yourgamesource.com, yeah. um, and I think that really enhanced the story as well. I know, I know that you, you know, you've been able to get into that world of infamous, and and uh, you enjoy that as well. Yeah, just started, so, picked it up about a month ago, and I'm hooked on it. Love it. I played uh, the first I, one after like a week of playing it, but nice, very nice indeed, and and. Uh, I just think right now, uh, the 2011, the, the kind of tone it set is, is just, I think everybody, to me, it just seems like they're in a holding pattern and a waiting pattern for what's going to happen later this year with all the big releases that, that are coming out. And I think everybody, put, uh, all these publishers, all these manufacturers, all they put, they're all putting their big guns uh, near the end of the year instead of spacing it out with some really good releases pre every month. And I think that's where we're suffering. In the past few years, uh, we had very solid to very good releases that we could count on every two to three weeks. 
Um, and unfortunately, this year, we're just not getting that. And I think sales as a whole are reflective of that. Um, I, I really think um, going back in the past months, when you, when you can only count a few games, three, four games right off the top of your head that you know will be considered for the rest of the year, I really think that that speaks a lot as far as the overall sales and the overall atmosphere of 2011 for video games is concerned. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that does it for this way for this week for this this game source podcast. Um, yeah. Chris, did you have any final thoughts before we uh, head on out? Not nothing uh, too big. Uh, mainly just the last last thought that I I think that every one of our listeners should look at our our website if they have not yet to see all of our reviews and all of our ideas and all of the games that are coming out and just basically just look at it to see what's coming out and what what's going on and what's good, what's bad. Uh, everything that you've heard from what we said right now is either on our website as well or on one of our uh, social networking sites, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. So I think that that's the best thing I can inform our listeners to do. Exactly. And if you get a chance, again, like Chris said, www.yourgamesource.com. The whole entire word, yourgamesource.com. That's our channel um, on YouTube. Go so check out the Source. videos. Watch me play Gears of War. I rock. Exactly. <laughs> uh, watch me try out the Wii U. Um, <laughs> and, you know that was uh, you know that left me with a lot of experience as far as and and questions as far as the long term on the Wii U. But that's that's for another podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, try us out uh, on iTunes. Listen to some of our older. If you can't catch us on yourgamesource.com, download us on iTunes uh, to listen to some of our podcasts. Just do a search for Game Source Podcast, and you'll be able to find us real easy. And then you can subscribe to us as well. On Facebook, we're at Game Source, and um, I think that just about covers it. So, uh, except for Chris Killer X Wolf. Yeah. Um, I'm Gerald. Absolutely. It's been another. It's been another beautiful day. Exactly. It's been another beautiful day in paradise. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. This is this is uh, yes, Elvis Live signing off. Killer and X Wolf. Killer X Wolf leaving the building. There you go. See you next time, or listen next time. Catch you next time. If I can say that right, I'm getting. Talk to you I'm next beca- time. Yeah, talk to you next time. I'm beginning to sound like Nick. My goodness, the most uh, <laughs> vilified host in all of podcasting. Um, he'll be back. Sam will be back. And we look forward to hearing and listening to everyone's thoughts. Catch us. Uh, if you want to send us an email, catch us on uh, yourgamesource at yahoo.com. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>